I'm a dancer and I do lots of other things but I really like using that word to describe myself because I think a, a dancer is it's quite an odd job mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's quite uh, it's very um, romanticised as a as a profession or as a, as a thing to do a bit taboo in, in, in a quite a broad sense like uh, I think maybe just because it is it relates to sex yeah like really broadly yeah, dance, yeah. No, dance in our society is like yeah, yeah. people think of it as a, as a sexual thing and just you know when I when I tell people I'm a dancer the reactions are like just so varied One of my like um, distant uncles being like, this was like years ago. I was a teenager. He was like, ah, so you do pole dancing? I'm like, maybe 18 or something. <laughs> There's this old guy in my family saying this thing, yeah, and not really connecting in his head that he's telling me that I'm a pole dancer. Just like it just came out of his mouth, like kind of a joke kind of a and there's still something where I really enjoy this thing of like well what if I am what if I am a pole dancer yeah. what, would, what would that make you think of me when I was a teenager I'd, luckily my dun- my school offered dance as a subject I had no idea what contemporary dance was and I just like learned really basic things I remember like doing contact improvisation for the first time that wasn't at school but that was like when I was at school in a a course that I went to outside and like women were lifting men in the air and it just literally blew my mind just like wasn't something that I'd ever seen before and I was like lifting up men and it was like oh this world is a world in which like the the narrative is challenged in a way that I want it to be my interest when I was studying dance kind of veered into like performance more generally mm-hmm. and I guess I'm interested in using like whatever whatever means feels most appropriate yeah. to show something or to share a story or yeah. whether it's something that needs to be spoken with language or whether it's something that can be left with yeah. just sort of like movement or staging and then I make performance or I choreograph pieces mm-hmm. of my own and those pieces sometimes I dance in them but like often I don't so I talk a lot and yeah there's like kind of comedy and storytelling and like stuff like materials and props and things so I don't feel like everything I do is dance yeah like I don't feel like everything is is connected beautifully like it is sort of connected but actually I do things um, that feel quite opposite to each other or that I I do things in reaction to another thing. 
I think like there's something about that trying things out, mm-hmm. which is really true. And it's also like finding out which different mediums I have different degrees of control over, yeah. and ha- and and enjoying that. So like, yeah. uh, I always feel like I work a lot in in the dance world. I work really collaboratively with other yeah. groups of people, basically. Um, but I really like doing stuff on my own. Like I love my favorite thing is like to be yeah. in the studio on my own for like as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of people think of as a kind of nightmare because like it's it's weird. It is quite weird like to be rattling around in a room uh, without like conversation or yeah, yeah. dialogue. But um, I like the control that I have in that space. I'm basically a control freak. songs and I make films and music videos for those songs and that always felt like just a bit of a joke Um, something that I would like fantasise about like I want to be a pop star and that's like obviously ridiculous but then there was I was kind of given the opportunity to make something for a magazine Mm -hmm. that I was part of the editing team for the magazine Um, so I I can't quite remember. Well, basically, I had a I had a breakup and I was really sad. And I thought it would be. I felt like really emotional, but in a way that I wanted to write really like sad songs. Yeah. yeah. But everything about that idea seemed really embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> like writing a song just felt like the most embarrassing thing I could do. Okay. Okay. Like singing writing poetic lyrics like putting a tune to it like it was just like why do how do people do this without feeling like so embarrassed (laughs) it was so earnest and so sincere um but also I was like really 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 curious about it and I really 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 wanted to do it (laughs) so I just wrote these songs and anyway so I just tried and then I basically got quite addicted to it and then, yeah, the videos kind of at the beginning served as like a real um, way in which the really earnest songs could be completely undercut. And I could like laugh at myself for doing that really earnest thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then slowly it just felt like these videos were actually like something I really just loved doing. I loved spending time making music and making videos. So then that, now I don't feel like they're silly and I don't feel like I don't feel embarrassed but the next step is like like I've never performed live any mm-hmm. music so like that would be really interesting for me mm-hmm. to do that but I've been saying that for years and I've never done it so so why when you choose this place actually to meet is there yeah there's like a kind of literal connection which is that I did some a project here like a few years ago but 
that feels like a long time ago and it's not something that is ongoing so um, but it meant that I have spent a lot, quite a lot of time here yeah um, and the, yeah I feel like the fact that it's being knocked down has, which has been a threat for ages and ages and ages it just uh, yeah I, it's something that I think about as a place which makes me very sad about London mm. sad about like capitalism mm. <laughs> sad about cities and how they are structured and but yeah it's also a place like I was saying earlier that uh, it's a place that has that you can kind of hang out in without needing to I mean it's a shopping centre yeah so it's a it is a space where you buy stuff but actually it's not a place that you need to be buying stuff in. Yeah. it's a place that you can really hang out it's open like quite late at night like um, it feels uh quite a warm atmosphere which maybe is yeah. not what lots of people think but I feel very like comfortable here um, but yeah the project was it was actually in this, this shopping unit here yeah. one that's the yeah. University of London yeah. University of the Arts London um, and so a group of dancers who we graduate, graduated together we were called Hero Dance organisation at the time we had like a, uh, a week actually no the first time we were downstairs in a okay. shopping unit we wanted to make a, a space to host performance that wasn't a theatre um, we had lots of just like friends and people whose work we really loved but um, we were all very like young and we weren't we didn't have lots of opportunity to perform those things yeah yeah so we wanted to create that platform and also we wanted to create a space which wasn't classically a theatre. So we created like a living room in the shopping unit, so it's called the public house. Nice. And then we did it again a few years later and it was like quite like stressful sort of producing it ourselves and organising ourselves, but it was a really great project. But also on reflection, um, having kind of like grown up a bit and having read a bit more about mm. <laughs> politics and mm. stuff <laughs> it's also like part that fact that we came into the space as artists uh, was part of the structure or this the system which is uh, social cleansing in cities at the moment like I don't know if you know the phrase art washing process by which um, areas in London or any city across the world yeah, yeah. become um, more attractive because of the demographic of people who are living there. Ah, so yes. attractive in, in quotes. Gentrification, but uh, with a specific relationship to artists. Ah, so yeah. if a place, a place is relatively um, poor or the, the property is relatively cheap, that's a place which attracts artists yeah, because they need the space and they need to work. Mm. Then that changes like the kind of atmosphere or the, the kind of cultural cachet. It's hard to know until after it's happened what the bigger picture is. Yeah. The bigger picture being the Elephant and Castle is now like just yeah. a building site for luxury flats. Yeah. And this shopping centre is going to be knocked down because people um, have been told that this is a cool, arty yeah. 
place to live in London and whatever. I'm kind of more and more involved in uh, thinking about things in this way. I'm mm. in a group of activists at the moment. We're doing mm. stuff which is uh, about climate justice, which is uh, not obviously directly linked to social justice in London, but in terms of the global picture, it, it is all connected because everything has to be unpicked at the same time because everything is connected. I guess I spend a lot of time travelling. Like, when I lived in London, you, people, that's, that's where you do spend a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And now when I, because I live in Nottingham, and I spend a lot of time travelling on trains, on, you know, going back and forth between those two places. So, yeah, that's always been a place where my mind gets to wonder, I guess that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Um, and I don't use a smartphone, so I'm also not on a screen yeah. on trains. I mean, sometimes I work on trains with, on my laptop, but I, yeah, generally I don't like oh, doing that. So, I guess... Uh, I'm also someone that when I'm making performance... I have quite a thinky, like, I write a lot before I go into the studio. I, like, imagine things a lot before I go and try them out. Um, But then, I think all of that kind of isolated, you know, writing in my notebook on a train, that Mm. kind of isolated thinking, um, needs um, to also be... Uh, complemented with like lots of conversation with other people mm. um, which I don't think of directly as like time in which I create but def- definitely it is when my mind is also processing because I think without hearing from other people what they think about something anything um, you, you, you can't form yeah, it's quite hard to form a performance in isolation. Yeah. <laughs> because this imagined scenario of coming on stage or whatever it is, being in front of people, it's about relating to people. I guess I also learn like a lot from watching performance and from being in the studio when other people are making work. So as a dancer, observing other people's processes makes me okay. I, I'm always forming my own opinion about what they're doing yeah trying not to like be like really critical or anything but just like ah I know what I think of that decision and what I would do in relation to, if I was doing this what would I do yeah mm. I see I, I also like like putting like time aside yeah and like going to a studio to think about something. Yeah. I used to do this like a few years ago. <laughs> I think when I was thinking about leaving London, I was getting quite like aware that London was taking up a lot of my time. Yeah. I wasn't really doing projects that I of my own that I wanted to make time for. That wasn't they just weren't really happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I decided to like do these like <laughs> uh 
uh, create my own little residency. So I went and got an Airbnb somewhere cheap in the UK. Yeah. So I went to Sheffield one time and Barnsley the other time. Yeah. Um, and I'd go and like visit my grandma in Leeds at the weekend. But I'd go for like a week to a, to a sort of another city uh, in quite weird houses yeah. that weren't very expensive. Um, yeah. And just like be on my own for a week. Which was like quite extreme isolation, but like there was no like. Uh, yeah. Um, and that was. I didn't really. Oh no, I, I did make some things there actually. I made some of my animation stuff there on, on one of those weeks, but. Um, yeah, it's like trying to honor your own thought process as like an important part of how you make something mm. yeah. so like if you're like yeah I work as an artist but it's like when are you making when are you doing art making mm. I don't know I'm not I'm just going from meeting to meeting and like mm. <laughs> so it's like okay put some time aside which I guess is like yeah that's why it's a residency yeah, yeah but, but it's funny like how much you need to put into place yeah to ensure that that yeah, it happens like I feel like I need to take myself out of the city. Yeah, otherwise I don't trust that I'm gonna actually be able to concentrate. Yeah, I guess it's interesting. Yeah, like how far away you need to be from this temptation. You need to go on the moon. Yeah, like, oh, that would be a very good astronaut. <laughs> yeah, we should go to Mars maybe. because I think like often the, the reality of making performance is that generally the performance gets made uh, not when you've like decided to make it but when someone has been like oh I have a performance night that I'm doing on the 5th of May do you want to do something and you're like shit oh I haven't made anything yeah but you know what I'm going to just make it for that like this <laughs> you yeah. make something because suddenly like quite a random offer maybe has been given yeah. and I was like this one of my pieces called Comebacks I Thought of Later which is the solo where I yeah. talk about stuff uh, I had been thinking about it for ages and ages and ages like writing down all these stories and like I didn't know whether it was going to I was like maybe I should just write a book maybe I should like make a film and then I ended up making a performance Mm-mm. and my friend Ez was just putting on a night and was like, oh, do you have anything that you want to do? And I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, like, so, so often it feels like I, you just kind of rush stuff rather than, ri- like, there being a ritual. But I guess that is the ritual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's also a ritual of, like, having an idea and then making something and then you invite a few people mm. to watch it mm. and that process of like exposing it to people, to someone mm. other than yourself mm. before the performance maybe that's a real ritual that I like feel quite attached to yeah I don't burn any say
kind of funny being here yeah. and talking about really like my current interests because this feels like a kind of historical place for me. Yeah, interesting. But it's really connected to what I'm thinking about now, which is like, yeah, about more like political 